0: Put a mustache on Boober Fraggle and call him Gallagher Crosby Attorney at law. This is GeekCast Live.
1: It's a trap! Welcome Good to episode four of the Mimosas podcast. I'm your host, and with me, Nothing. as always,
2: Rob Bass.
1: Treat yourself.
2: And Shitty Mojito. Yep. It is. <laughs> Crushed it.
1: <laughs> Shitty Mojito reminds me of that uh, thing I sent you today about how, how um, AI is not going to take our jobs, but it will take JK Rawlings.
2: Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Uh I suppose that's a fun and quick segue, but before did you and, like and that? Get, I liked it a like lot. That it was uh that was cool. Uh so uh there were a couple of denims that I wanted to throw out for last week's episode. Uh there was a few things that uh I feel like I either gotten wrong or uh potentially should have elaborated on. Uh, so the first one that I got wrong was uh, Professor Gary Marcus, uh, one of the people that was at the congressional hearing uh, on I uh, on AI uh, is from New York University, not the University of New York. Um, Fair. Additionally, I feel like it's important to say that I while I talk, I don't feel that that needed to be uh, eh, like it might matter to somebody. It's a college. A it's shit. in New
3: York. I, I don't I'm sure details. that there's
2: I've I've been in states that have collegiate rivalries before there could be some fuckery going on that I don't know that I could be deeply offending the one person in New York that listens was like, like
1: since livid. Last Saturday he's been pacing back and forth and like yeah. in his fifth floor walk up in the Bronx just fucking this fucking <laughs> Midwestern fucking who gives a fuck it's, it's like These that fucking guy pap- that papyrus skit he did for SNL. He just can't. He can't get over the phone. It's just can't virus. It. Can't handle it. It's University uh, of New York.
2: Yeah. How does he not Jesus. know? How does he fucking not know? Uh, he If he did any reading beforehand, I, I did. I just, I'm a fucking amateur. Uh, and uh, also, uh, so I mentioned that uh, OpenAI is a uh, non-for-profit and additionally an open source um, software. Um, doesn't do any adver- advertising per se on its own. Um, but it has, uh, been bought by Microsoft. Uh, (laughs) and so, uh, I think that that is an important thing to, uh, keep in mind when discussing any potential future, uh, that it has, um, uh, Microsoft,
0: a company with a history of being the opposite of open.
2: Yeah, correct. 100%. So I feel like that's an important, uh, uh, note to make there, I suppose. Um, and then there were uh th- there was one question at least that Nick had brought up that uh I feel like I wanted to expand a little bit about and it was on the uh the medical application of AI. Um so regarding using uh artificial intelligence for, for medicine, uh it goes beyond just asking uh whether or not like it, typing into chat GPT do I have uh X illness? Um I have ass worms. Right, sure. Do I have assworms? Uh, worms? And then it says yes. And you drink a, lo- you you boof a bunch of bleach in hopes of getting rid of it Ivermectin. because cha- that's what no Chat GPT told you. Uh, oh my God. Anyway, uh, so uh, AI is uh, currently being used for various forms of like medical diagnoses, specifically in various forms of cancer, and it does so very accurately most of the time. Um, I'm sure that there are extenuating circumstances and various models being employed. So, um, uh, I'm sure that some of them are better than others. Um, but one of the potential problems that you could come into is, um, so these things are really good at detecting things and can often detect things, uh, further in advance than human doctors can. Um, as a result of just kind of some of the different inputs and data that uh it's been given about you personally, about different trends and various forms of cancer and stuff like that. And as a result, like I said, it can oftentimes predict these things accurately. Um, and some of these models can predict them further out than actual doctors can. Um, so it could potentially run into a problematic scenario running into like what happens if a AI gives you a false uh, diagnosis for whatever, um, ass worms, sure. Ass worms, you, it's false diagnosis. Yeah. You have ants, ass worms, and it's doing so further out in advance. Ants, than,
0: ass worms. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Uh, it's doing so further out than actual doctors can. So, uh, like physically, um, and so there's a period of time between the doctor being able to double check that work. And having this information and what happens to a patient if you start treating them based on this data that you've collected and these like predictions that you have based on these trends. Um, and you start doing, say, uh, radiation therapy so that you can get rid of these assworms. worms. But it turns out a ways into this whenever it gets to the point where the doctor can actually start verifying things. It was oh.
1: never assworms at all. It was
2: never assworms at all. It was you lupus. Had, yeah, you had, right. Or you just had the burpees or something. It was lupus uh, the whole time. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. So, so what I'm trying to say is that there is a wider range of applications for artificial intelligence that is currently being employed and will be employed in the medical field. Um, than just people hopping online asking bing ai or chat gpt or whatever mid-journey come up with a picture of what kind of disease i might have based on this yeah um so i i I think that that is an important distinction to make because it is being implemented in the medical field and i think that it will continue to be um and it's important to know how do we um um handle this uh transitionary period and, and things like that, uh, of that nature so anyway well, well thanks for clarifying man cool. mm-hmm. we want to bring nice.
1: knowledge and the right knowledge to our listener certain amount
0: of journal to, our, to our one
1: listener <laughs> we do this for you yeah. whether you like it or not <laughs> so how is everybody we do, doing good
3: oh, so Great. we come here
1: looking for here for as and and luckily I am it. not I am not yet an AI and so I can't tell you anything about worms. Other than uh you gotta pack it with mud, mm-hmm. wet mud. Yeah. That's because the only thing that eats an ass worm is, is a mud is, is a mudworm. Audio? My audio's fine. Yeah. I, <laughs> I like one of the I think the charms of our show is Who that we just me? we just talk through like um problems like a professional show would be like okay let's put a time stamp okay let's put a cut in there we'll work through the audio problem we just kind of
2: say we address it we just forge That's right podcasting ahead. baby <laughs>
4: we just say you know what i just
2: <laughs> listen i don't know but if okay, i was we're doing a, it live
1: if we're doing it we're doing it live so how is uh how is everyone is i hope everyone is as smiley as i am um it, would anybody like to tell us why there's
2: Smiling? Why they're in a good mood today? No. Sure. I'll take a swing at this one. Uh, Thanks, Rob. I got you. So I have been under the crushing weight of uh, Maymaster here lately, and that's been fun and sucked quite a bit. Um, But uh, a small silver lining that has occurred because of this in my Com 320 class... Uh, we are working on a project where we have to come up with a group of our, uh, fellow students, uh, we have to come up with a fake fortune 500 company and then, uh, proceed to write a, uh, employee handbook for this company effectively. And so I got to meet with my, um, uh, group mates here within this last week or so. And, uh, I, one of them is a uh, student who I had in a group a couple of semesters back, so I'm pretty familiar with him, and I know that we work well. Excellent. Great. Glad to see you again. Uh, the next one is, uh, I want to say, a 60-year-old hippie who is three months away from graduating. Uh, <laughs> everything is righteous, and he's just happy to be here. Uh, and the last one, guy is what I could only describe as a... Uh, a retiree who is a Tolkienian Dwarvish Lord. Uh, and wow. so honestly, powerhouse team. Yeah. Couldn't be, could not be happier uh, with my team. They seem like guys. It went really over the fence, guys. Rob. Touch them all. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they they all seem like fantastic guys. Uh, we've been hammering out details for our, uh, uh, your fortune and D
1: campaign, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope so in the in the
2: future. But. You
1: should just take a swing one weekend and say like, "Hey guys, eh. this, I know this is weird. You want to come over and play D and bet all." One of, of those in Montana, over. so we'll probably do it on. Oh the shit! Line, but. It's on. Yeah, do it. All, I bet they all show up though. Yeah, I bet they. uh yeah, I think they might. You so. know, the older two have played it. I'm sure. Back when it was just like gygax and his fun fun times. Yes.
0: So yeah, uh, also
2: really awesome. so title. Yeah, it really is. Uh, so I yeah,
0: saw just... ass worm fun times. Mm, <laughs>
1: Gary Gygax's ass worm fun times. Yeah, on a shirt and a mug. Mm-hmm.
3: It's the uh, it was it was a circus tent that was only open for a very very short window of time in the early 80s. It was. Uh,
1: Right around down that. Down west. basically okay. the, the wild west. west back then, well, in the early yeah. 80s, yeah, yeah.
3: That a
1: f- that's a fun, uh, that's a fun campaign setting. It's just the like earth. it's 1981, but it's the wild west. Igax's ass yeah, it's like tremors, but
0: it takes place on like, an right. right. oh, yeah. asshole, exactly. It's <laughs> honey, I, honey I shrunk the uh kids meets tremors.
2: How do you fit all of that teased hair underneath those fucking ten gallon hats? I don't. <laughs> creative, you know. just
1: shape the hair yeah, into no, hats. Velcro.
2: Yeah. Fair <laughs> points. <That's laughs> all right. Velcro.
1: <laughs> oh, shit, that's fun.
4: I know How it made I? me. I
1: know it made me smile. Yeah. What was it? Um, it was a short week. Uh, it was um. It was hot out, uh, godly it, hot out. Yeah, but I have been waiting for. I am. Uh, I got like a sunburn out of the way. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm. It must be nice. Well, been actively <laughs> avoiding the sun. Sorry, gingers, but yeah. I. I feel happy. Um, a little vitamin D always helps, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, the the sad has turned to glad, and um, yeah. I, uh, it oh, yeah. seems as if we might not default on our loan with the world, which is all made up words. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I honestly just the, the general state of affairs outside has been very nice. A couple of rainstorms we had the last couple nights. nights. Um, I'm actually got to give Mo this weekend without killing my grass. I'm really, I'm Ooh, really nice. Yeah, I've, it's been like two weeks because we haven't had a drop of rain, so. Ever since I learned
3: about the global pull-up, you know, uh, I just all it's all in a drawer somewhere.
1: hmm That now, was I'm that re- was all fucking just garbling. I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was I choppy? No, hold oh, on right. I wanna, write, on, I wanna no, know no. how close I got. Ever okay. since I read that book about the Global Pullman Society, I've been uh-huh. keeping all of my teeth in a drawer, and that's not too bad.
3: Right, Global Pullman Society, from uh, founded in eighteen sixty six,
0: by Bill. Was I, was I
2: close? Closer and than do I you like. keep your teeth in the drawer? That's important. In which drawer? <laughs> Or is that oh, the, the, the tooth drawer? The, the, tooth the tooth junk drawer. drawer. The dick. tooth drawer, you dick. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> point. I'm the asshole here.
1: <laughs> what doesn't everyone have
2: a question? tooth drawer?
1: It's a fucking question. God, you fucking idiot. What kind uh, of plebe doesn't have a tooth drawer? It's written on it in Sharpie. What the fuck? <laughs> was that what kind of weeb doesn't have a tooth drawer? <laughs> it was now.
0: Or plebe. It was plebe, but I love the idea yeah. of, of weebs having <laughs> teeth doors. It's, it's my doctor it's
3: my doctor teeth door. That's where I keep all my puppets mm. and things.
0: Teeth and Muppet paraphernalia.
3: Right. <laughs> Jesus. I'm, oh. I'm typing these show titles as fast uh, as I can. Good good luck there, guy. Yes, and it's, not like, you, it's not like you gave me a bunch of <laughs> pool of money. I no longer worry about our death. It's all mm. in the drawer somewhere. Gotcha. So, but I actually am happier with the uh,
1: with your version. Global Pullman Society. Yeah,
3: that that at least makes awesome. me smile. The rest of it doesn't, because unlike you, I uh, I did like the yard work, but I'm going to give myself the. Uh, I'm going to do it in like a tank top because it's. Modern balls, it is, and I'm going to do like there's nobody around to help me out, so I'm going to use the spray can of SPF 30 kind of deal, and did it imprimly. So I have like a eight inch by one inch, then two inch, then six inch like burn streak down my right shoulder blade (laughs) area, where I missed the mark completely. A racing strike. yeah, on on top of my uh, then. Just regular stupid farmer tan. So there's a farmer tan with a scald like road rash. So that's good times. And the air conditioning doesn't work much.
1: We actually got out the. Uh, that's good. We that's keep good. a big jar of coconut oil. And okay,
3: for during, the, during
1: the during the summertime, we bring it out, and within a minute, it's like going from solid to liquid. And we just mm, reach works. our we just reach our hands in and fucking coconut oil ourselves, and then go do yard work.
3: I feel um, it's, the, have, it's the it's the melanin. It's means. the Bill yeah. Elliott
1: in me. Uh, Bill Elliott who used to put iodine and baby oil in a spray bottle and get himself before a nice day of yard work. Huh. I have so
3: many questions. Uh, it, it didn't show.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> no, with that bright white hair, there was no contrast whatsoever. No, his skin was healthy and supple. Mm-hmm. Um perfectly, yeah, oh. I think. Hey, the, the yeah. coconut oil is great for your skin,
3: by the way. Yes, just not when you put it under the the UV. The heat lamp. No. Yeah. 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 That's that's what gets you. I know. Joe yeah. and Rob's skin both slightly crisp at just I'm, talking about doing that.
2: I'm generally more of a nocturnal creature. Like, just they're in spite of the sun. They're
1: thinking about turning their house lights off because it's a yeah. little right. Uh huh. The sun's the out. I better oppressive. close
2: all of my cl- like <laughs> curtains. <laughs>
3: The uh, urban vampire approach to Yeah. sunshine. Yeah. How
1: about you, Joe? What are you smiling about?
0: Um, I am smiling. I just the uh, all the yard work talk got me thinking about my garden. Um yeah. I've been gardening this week. I uh uh my wife has been a little under the weather. And so um it just it got to the point where it was like, if I don't do this, we're not having a garden this year. So on Memorial day, I went out and planted a bunch of, uh, uh, kale and lettuce and, and herbs and, uh, peppers and tomatoes that we've been, uh, uh, cultivating indoors to, uh, to put outside. And, um, and then today I, I, I for, for the last few days, I've been curing a couple of, uh, seed potatoes. And, uh, so today I got some of those in my, one of my smart pots. Um, nice. Yeah. So on a uh, Robert Evans recommendation, smart pot potatoes.
1: I don't know what a smart, smart pot. is. Pot yeah, so pot it's just potatoes. it's a
0: fabric pot. Um, it's supposed to be better for the root aeration. Um, Isn't
3: a fabric pot called a basket? Mm,
2: I feel like those have Good. to be woven. I think that's a. F- I think that's a fiber. I guess fabrics are woven, aren't they? Fuck. They are. I well, now I've got so many more questions. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry,
0: I. No, that's okay. I I, I never really thought about it. I'm not really a plant guy. Do you go basket?
1: Do you go (laughs) from smart pot directly into the soil? You just you can grow it in the smart pot the entire way through. Are you gonna Are you going to transfer or transplant? Are you just gonna go in the house in your smart pot?
0: Uh, on my on my patio. uh, Okay. In my smart pot. Okay. Yeah. And so, uh, you you can roll down the sides so that uh, so I I got like a I think it's like a ten gallon. Deal. And so I filled it with uh, four inches of dirt, put my potatoes in another four inches of dirt, took it outside, got it wet, and then rolled the sides down so that it gets enough sun. And then as they grow, you roll the sides up and add more dirt until you run out of sides to roll up. And then you just let it grow until it
1: dies. And then you eat the, taters. Cool. You eat the taters. Yeah, that's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. So I'm Smart. excited. Potatoes. I've, I've, I've wanted to grow potatoes for a long time and finding what out that they stupid easy. Ah, eat them. I don't know. I haven't Vodka. Yet.
1: Yeah, oh, I it depends on
0: how re- many I have.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Should honey preserve them? Mm. Honey they make great batteries. Tomatoes. Yeah, you just uh you just Never uh, heard you, of that. You mason jar filled with honey, screw on the cap and forget about it for a thousand years. Excellent. Is that true. Then yeah, they it's how they used to keep uh, chicken, actually. Huh? And salt. You can yeah, uh, but- Honey is good for preserving things. They would make really good. Uh, you'd have really good honey chicken after a month or two. That what
3: culture had delicious. that much
1: surplus honey? I think all cultures. I think all cultures uh, have endured the hive.
2: Yeah, these really? are
1: fairly. I don't
2: the want to say ubiquitous because I'm sure that Joe, there are many.
1: Joe just by. said in his head, "That's one way to say bees are everywhere." Sure. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep, but but. Is domesticated beekeeping and honey harvesting really?
2: Bad. I mean, those are. I would say that those two things are. The dude exclusive. just said
3: he put a whole fucking broaster chicken in a tub of honey to preserve it. Yeah, I'm but you could just like to go validate. to
2: where the bees are, take a bunch of you don't. Like, you don't have to, domestic. co- just just, yeah, you you don't to domesticate the them. Yeah, you don't need to domesticate them. Just go to where the fucking bees are. Which is find their, their hive. hive. And yeah. you think
3: that there's there's an ass of honey. Do you think that fucking- yeah.
2: <laughs> Do you think that like people who are naturally foragers and from foraging cultures wouldn't be able to like I don't know. Honey honey, honey? bad either. So like if you yeah. don't use all your honey yeah, it's here, got, it just it's re- got good re-
0: antibacterial properties. Well, it, it makes sense to me what you're saying. I've just never heard of it before. It does.
3: I just, I'm wondering about the harvesting capabilities. That's all. Uh, just, usually I'm with a stick.
1: That. I'm more wondering about how good the honey chicken is, to be completely honest with you. I bet it. Because that honey that chicken comes right, right out into a yeah. hot pan. So it starts caramelizing and burning and shit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Bet, I bet it's I green slaps. peppers and onions.
0: Yeah. You scrape the yeast off the top and make bread, oh, yeah. I assume. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus God. <laughs> One day fuck? when we release all this video for the playback of the episodes, you can listen to them again. That's going to be a highlight.
0: Uh, a clip from uh, Viva Dirtly popped into my head and I immediately reenacted it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, fuck. I'm going to put plugs in now. we got to talk about uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh,
3: yeah. we
1: Hey, guys. Question for you. Yeah.
3: I'm, I'm here.
1: Ask away. Um, Where would you go if you were looking for, like, like, knee pads and hair ties, but, like, they had our slogans and logos on them and stuff? I don't Um, know. Volleyballmag.org. Oh, you went That doesn't sound right. Which is nice. I was thinking maybe (laughs) a lion's den, but in lieu of going Hmm. to an adult sex shop, maybe we go to Threadless. Maybe we go specifically to gcl.threadless.com.
0: GCL.
4: Dot GCL Threadless dot dot com?
1: Threadless.com?
4: could I get Jeez. a could I get a, a hat
3: rack I believe so can I, I
2: get the shower curtain
3: yeah what about stickers nope
0: oh okay There's how about stickers. a notebook yes fantastic
4: That's if GCL. I went there could I, possibly, <laughs> could I possibly get a discount <laughs> yes How could I do that? We'd have to create a discount code. (laughs) Oh, fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) Do you
1: see how that threadless.com? So we had a little bit of homework. It was sprung on us. So we don't, like, if you didn't get a chance to watch it, no big deal. But uh, who got a chance to watch Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves in the last week? Not me. Also, not me. I totally. Who had already seen it? Me. Okay, I watched it e- two days
2: ago, so I watched it. I guess I think the, it was probably like three days ago. Oh, I'm not the, of the
0: week,
1: yeah, I, I'm no worried. not no worries about spoilers for me. I'm not
2: worried about spoiling
1: you two. i'm I'm worried about spoiling for the audience mm. th- at least one thing that happens that i I think' well, they're you're listening
3: you, to this show. I know what you're talking about you you know what scene I'm talking about oh, I
1: think. Yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll talk pretty candidly, but we won't talk. We won't even talk about that one scene at all because it is. It kind of makes the movie. I think so. Weird but, way. Yeah. Um. So it's it's a Dungeons and Dragons movie that is uh, really good. It. I don't know if you are one of those people who thinks that the first one with Jeremy Irons fucks or <laughs> it does it's, or if it objectively is, or if it's <laughs> abysmal. Because I think it's fucking terrible. I think it's incredible. I feel like it, it fucks with people. Yeah. Yes. And I'm not this talking one. That's the the Wayans brother, right? That's got a Wayans brother. It's got Jeremy Hell Irons yeah. and like a, a sitcom kid who had a chance to make it big and failed with the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Uh,
3: this one lost me the minute the transporter started running over top of the troll heads, and I was I just you know that I was done.
1: Yes. Yes, and what you're talking about is Uwe Boll's masterpiece, A uh, Dungeon Siege Tale. Uh, starring, what did you say? I, uh, this is the Dungeons and Dragons movie with Chris Pine and Michelle oh. Rodriguez. And somehow, a spectacular Hugh Grant. Yes.
2: Uh, he was pretty fantastic, I'm not going to lie. They
1: were all really fantastic, and they all played. Um, they all played their character classes
2: well. Yeah. So the the thing that I really enjoy about the movie. So I feel like if you aren't into Dungeons and Dragons at all, it's a fun fantasy movie that is fairly lighthearted and, uh, makes an attempt at having some touching moments and it's just overall very fun. Uh, if you play Dungeons and Dragons at all, uh, There's just all sorts of stuff uh, that I I feel like you really get out of the movie. I was telling you uh, uh, the other day, but uh, one of the things that I think really set the tone was uh, the elaborate backstory um, at the beginning of the movie. Like if you've played any game before, really, like you sit down at a table, session one, everybody introduces their characters and tell me a little bit of like, tell me a little bit about your character. And then I don't know about your guys' table, but I've certainly been at these tables and I've certainly been the person at these tables, 100%, that will come in and be like, I'm playing so-and-so. And and now let me give you a five-minute diatribe about my entire history. And my motives and And why why I hate tabaxis. And and why I'm here in this moment right
1: now. Right. They... I I remember watching it and saying to myself, oh, this is session zero. I'm watching character creation in a cinematic way of doing it. And then I actually paused it and looked at Macklin and said, okay, so that would be like um, creating the first night when we're all together creating our character. That's what you just watched. That's what it's like. And then there was session one where it was everybody introducing their characters and everything. I was like, I paused it. I was like, okay, and this would be the first game. This would be the first time we get together to play with your already made characters. Everybody's got their dice. You're drinking a red cream soda and your buddies are fucking wondering what you drug them to. And and then we watched the movie. It was actually really cool the way they did that. I thought that was fucking neat. It kept my wife's attention. That's huge
2: for this type of movie.
1: It's Swashbuckling—it's not—it's right. oh, yeah. not even fantasy. So, it's a big. Swashbuckling. I would agree with that. Swashbuckling like a, is a great way to define. If find Star it. Wars is a space opera, this is a swashbuckling fantasy. Yeah.
3: Nice. Does it pull it did, off?
0: Yes, I think so. Did like did your wife like it? Like does by the by the transitive don't property? Things yeah. Natalie likes. Did she? Uh, did, is it actually a
1: bad movie? No, it's not a. Uh, she would say it's whatever. I'll never watch. All right, it fine. Okay. But she, she neither, it didn't do anything for her. but she watched it like she wasn't on her phone. She watched the movie. Oh, nice. And she, and she laughed out loud
2: a couple times and then one big time. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, there is, there is for sure one scene that I think catches you like just so right in the guard, jaw. just so you guard. right in the fucking it jaw. Is. It's, a it's a fucking, hilarious. it's, you
1: saw the punch coming, but then somebody said your name. So you looked and just fucking, you just got... Gotcha. Yeah, Yeah. it is like it's (laughs)
0: wonderful. Natalie Um, is like my. uh, She's like the weatherstone of movies.
1: Okay, that's good. That's cool. Yeah, gonna write that down. The uh, if you are a D and D fan, if you've played it all, or if you've even just sat and like looked through the OG's monster manual when you were a kid, because why not? Yeah, there are a ton of cool. D easter eggs that aren't like it's not like product placement you know what i mean it's not like look a gith yankee everyone we did it we put it in the movie yeah like a blink and you miss it couple rust monsters are fighting over like a fucking old padlock <laughs> just for no reason there it is um yeah. displacer beasts mimics gelatinous cubes mm-hmm. uh i think tabaxis actually a I couple of dragons there were some tabaxi yeah there were some
2: uh dragons um excuse me uh there and there is even so like d and d uh has some particularly like i don't know uh weird races, I suppose, like uh like you were mentioning the Tabaxi, like cat people uh there's the Eric Cokra, the bird person from the beginning of the movie. Uh, dragonborn, like just dragon people. Uh, it was it was interesting, like getting a slice of like, oh, look, there's a bunch of rep- uh, representation for all of these different kinds of characters and people that are in this world. Like that's fascinating. Like they they took the they could have just made it like elves and dwarves and and people, but they took the extra step to make it fun and bizarre at the same time. Uh,
0: I was giggling at the idea of, like, finally Dragonborn representation.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm after thrilled. all of these years, finally. <laughs> we are just watching
0: normal people. Uh,
2: people. Yeah. People born uh, people. Give me a whole movie of nothing but Dragonborn people. That's, that's what I'm here for. I, we gonna need, gonna like, the Black Bay.
0: Panther of Dragonborn. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I, uh, I, had, I watched the movie, and then in preparation for us talking about it, I would... Of, like I got you know, are there any stories from behind the scenes or anything like that? Uh before they started filming, they all played D D together. They had a long running campaign, like a year-long campaign that they played. That's awesome nice. um, yeah. as their characters.
2: Okay, cool. Oh, really?
1: So, Did they Chris get Pine to was make edging the characters bar. or now that I don't know? It would be really cool if like I could see the movie team saying, like, Chris Pine, you are going to be a bard. Right. Right. We didn't we didn't hire you to not be. Yeah. Um. But go ahead and like name him. Give him his personality. He's going to have the film. We want you to play him, get to know the character. But they 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 played it. So they would one, I think, probably be able to have a piece about doing it. Sure. And two, just so they could mm-hmm. um, they wanted to know how their characters would interact with each other.
2: Sure. And I like, honestly, great prep. I think if you're going to be acting these characters More- and like, be doing scenes with them, like.
1: I'm wondering yeah, if there's not sense. a this is, you know, sound. I don't know how to form. Vin Diesel this. does it. Vin Diesel plays D&D. Yes. I, oh, yes. I wear. Is there a acting tool we could create wherein we set the framework around a role playing game that actors can just insert the character they're about to act and then interact without a script with the other actors? Ooh, that's fun.
2: The answer is yes,
1: probably. Yeah. I might. That's like I'm, that's the my, power of AI. That's not my first. a bunch of that's other not my and... first bourbon. So sorry.
3: I think this calls for your Chat GPT experimentation. I'll
1: type. I'll see yeah. what's going on. I'll just. I'll get Seed to do it with me. He'll
3: do it. Where did you? Uh, what platform did you have this show? Available?
2: Apple TV is where I got it. Uh, Five ninety nine rental. I think it's also available on Amazon and. I'm sure that there are other ones. Uh, I know it's all on know, YouTube. Post-mine.
1: I'll wait till it's three ninety-nine. Does anyone know even how to rent something off of Amazon Prime to watch on your TV? Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah I've just never pressed the button. button. I've yeah. never just st- pressed the button. What button? The I can't, it won't let
2: me do it through the app that's on my TV. Ryan, I feel like this is an ID 10T error. Yeah, it must be your TV issue. It works fine.
1: It says here I've got system connectivity issues. <laughs> Maybe well, maybe it's, it is.
0: it's a real pain in the ass too. Because like, if you try to if you try to rent it on your phone, because Apple wants a slice of any purchase made on an iPhone, Amazon won't let you buy things through it through the app. That's what I'm
1: saying. I can't buy anything through my phone. Yeah, I can't. I can't go through my Amazon app to buy it. I have to go to like Safari, go to like the desktop browser for Amazon in order to. It's like a pain in the ass for me. Yeah, uh, looks like. Amazon, you, don't have the, what, Apple, you, you don't have the Prime
3: Video app.
1: I have the Prime Video app on my phone. Yeah, not on your TV. I, not on my TV. I just have what I just have the Amazon. Yeah, I have. I have the Prime Video app on my TV too. It's the same app. I just can't rent. Just either, I can't sense. rent through either one. I don't fucking know, man. Like Rob's probably correct. ID10T. Hmm. Uh,
2: it's also on Paramount yeah. Plus. Have you considered just? Casting it from your phone to your TV—that I can't do because I don't have. Um, it doesn't have
1: my phone. My TV is just old enough to not have AirPlay as a standard thing. I, I figured you would have K- scrapped it and got a new this? TV yeah. the minute
3: you discovered that.
1: Dude, that be... I listen. I hi, I'm Ryan. Uh-huh. I have a lovely wife. Her name is Natalie, and she would like She's to Not talk to you. To the
3: show. She would
1: like no. to talk to you about how our TV doesn't need replaced because there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I, I, say, I know, and she's I don't right. Know. But, it doesn't have AirPlay. Your
3: lovely wife also is out of the house teaching uh five days a week for seven months a year, which is typically the time that you would provide some sort of manual operator error, like your head through your TV, and then buy the oh, one. You like
1: want. how did the baseball hit it? And I'd be like,
3: oh. right. We
1: left all why, the why doors is have,
3: Why open? is there a full Bud Light bottle in TV? We don't even drink Bud Light. All right there's mayonnaise oh, whatever
1: there's mayonnaise all over your face i don't know <laughs> but yeah no i uh i can't just cast it i have uh thought of that so anyway i'm buying it though off of apple you want it on from you want to rent it from apple on my tv bang boom done simple easy weird uh
2: so did you have <laughs> a favorite character me, yeah. out of yes uh, out of them. I'm curious. Yes, my favorite character was uh Olga or
1: Holga, uh, Holga. the uh Michelle Rodriguez's Barbarian. Yeah. Uh Loved it. Honestly, same. I loved uh, um I loved that she played the Barbarian the way a barbarian
2: should be played. Yeah, or at least the way that barbarians are so very often played, which that, is just So very which I is here just here a, to a, drink, fight and, and like fuck. have a great
1: time. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to throw a, a fun one liner out there a couple of times. And then most times it's not going to hit or I'm going to say the thing I shouldn't say or the obvious thing yeah, uh, or, th- or just like the stupid answer.
2: Yeah. We're here to break in. Like, or like we're, here, that
1: we're here to break in. How do we get in? And they just go like they like punch the door and they're like through the door.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was her character. And it was wonderful. It was perfect. Uh, super close second for me, though. Was the incredibly awkward druid? I thought that she was uh, the tiefling. Yeah, the tiefling. Yeah, yeah. She was druid. You were wrong. Yeah. Uh,
1: My extremely close second would be the um, the paladin played how someone who was a
2: paladin would play a paladin. Yes, I'm I'm following. I'm following what you're saying. It is the most
1: um, lawful, good character you've ever seen on screen. Yeah, somebody was really going for their gold star, and goddamn, yes. they nailed it. Yes, and they had what would be fun to do, maybe as a, a different show or or just between the four of us. Is what would be the stat build of these characters?
2: Interesting. If they were actual D and D characters. That would be interesting. I think we could probably hit that because I think there are, most of them are probably relatively low level characters with I the think, exception of the bar or not the bar with the exception so of the the paladin, paladin and yeah. then maybe also the rogue. But paladin and rogue are maybe
1: even fifth level. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, and even yeah, I was going to say and even then I don't feel like they're not super high on the packing order there. Sorcerer is a first level. It's
1: a first level bard. It might be a two or three level barbarian. Yeah, that'd be and fair. maybe a two or three level tiefling druid because yeah, she
2: because pe- she can wild shape. She can wild so. Did they
3: have? Did they have one of every main
1: character class? The um, uh, they were missing.
2: I think they're, they're missing, missing your like uh. No, I don't think they're missing anything. So of the, main. the I, ones that they had represented for like the main characters that we were following, at least like involved in the main story, there was a rogue. There was a bard, a barbarian, a wild magic sorcerer, uh, and a. He was wild, or his magic was wild. His yes. magic was wild. Yes, yes. Um, uh, the tiefling druid, and then the paladin. So that's six. So. Uh, so
1: they didn't. They didn't have like a monk. They didn't have like your traditional thief. They didn't well, that would have be
2: kind kind mm-hmm. of the no rogue, thief. but like. No, so oh, I'm
1: I'm I'm probably being a cunt right now, but in my head there's like pickpocket and cut your purse off your belt thief, and then there's what Hugh Grant was, which is a rogue.
2: Yeah, i I would I would agree with that. Assessment. I don't think a rogue, in five, rogue in like at least in Dungeons and Dragons in its current edition. There's oh, I could. Like, I would have no idea. Then. Yeah. So it's rogue, and then there are various like subtypes Subsets. of rogue, like your assassins, your cod, or, or your there's there's, pockets, there's wizards,
1: or, and then there's like sorcerers, illusionists, necromancers. The same thing, right? Yeah, sort or, of. Yeah, different. Uh, okay.
2: Or am I never mind? So, so, right? so sorcerer, or should no, I stop? You, no, you're you're fine. So the only caveat there is so sorcerers and wizards are two are distinct types right. of casters. So sorcerers, like the character that we saw, okay. um, uh, they get their magic basically through like inherited bloodlines. They might right. have a powerful wizard that was in their family somewhere or a dragon or maybe somebody made a pact with an angel or a devil or something like that. Um, and it's just kind of trickled down, so it's kind of an innate magic. Whereas wizards spend all of their time studying books, formula spells, uh, apprenticeships, um, and they're the the brainy. Like I've spent my whole life uh, and have never touched grass, and as a result, I can cast fireball.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Makes sense. Yeah, I
0: love the idea of. I didn't know that about sorcerers that they're just like like epigenetic wizards.
2: Yeah, generally speaking, um, and then. And- a uh, fairly fun, like coin term uh, capstone to that would be uh warlocks who are the other arcane casting class, which I don't know if we saw one of those in there either. We might have. Uh but uh warlocks get their uh magic powers from different kinds of packs with greater entities, right. devils, angels, aberrations, mind flayers, shit like that.
1: So do you think, oh, go ahead, Joe, sorry. I just, I'm
0: sorry. I just, I've never heard of an aberration as like a specific
2: entity. So uh, aberration is a category more so than a specific entity. So aberrations, things uh, that would fall into that would be like different mind flayers, uh, things from like the outer realms being like the cosmic horror stuff, Uh, beholders, just Gotcha. So, it wouldn't that just be like this world. It wouldn't you know, just like, be like
0: me walking up to Kevin McCarthy and being like,
2: Give me magic. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, that might work. <laughs> if he's a sufficiently powerful, uh, arcane, he's a yeah. terrible,
1: terrible negotiator. So, that would probably work.
0: Right. Yeah. It would be really funny if you could just shake uh, a representative until they gave you magic. <laughs>
2: Sounds like the great premise for a character. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, It's going to have a sequel. It did great at the box office. I think. Um, Do you want to see the same party continue their journey or do you want to see a new cast of um, characters, maybe some different player classes, different alignments, and then maybe have them come together in a third
2: uh, to stop a Vecna or a Xanatar or a Tiamat? Uh, so I would definitely love like for them to do kind of an anthology thing and go follow a different party just because I think that that would be fun and opens them up to do, you know, uh, all sorts of things and sort of self-contained stories. Right. Um, I think that that would be very fun and it gives them that opportunity, like you were saying, to, to kind of explore other, uh, classes, other, um, kinds of characters Strahd, uh, maybe. Th- I think that you could really start getting into this and like going into like weird niche, like Dungeon Dragon stories like that, like Strahd, or like uh, potentially following some other modules like Storm's King's Thunder and uh, having, you know, a bunch of giants uh, smashing around and doing giant things. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that could certainly be a lot of fun. I'd prefer yeah. them to do that. And then. Um, if I had to pick a cameo for a character that I'd like to see in the second one from like uh, just the the Forgotten Realms as a whole, um, I think that I'd like to see Mensk uh, from Baldur's Gate, the guy that's like the bald guy with yeah. the purple tattoos, yeah. and he's got yeah. the space hamster. Who I, I believe uh,
0: Matt Mercer is voicing in the new Baldur's, Baldur's Gate, Gate game. game.
2: Yeah, that sounds right. I, I would love to see Minsk and the Space Hamster in uh, uh, the next game. Uh, Dritz is, I feel like, the I, obvious choice. I was going to say, yeah. Dritz is the obvious choice. Good. Mm-hmm. Dritz or any of Dritz's, like, fellowship company hang around, I think, are the obvious choices and, like, would probably do very well. Uh, yeah, give me Regis game. the Halfling. Yeah, yeah, or... Uh, Ruin or Battlehammer. That? Battlehammer, that's... Wolfgar yeah. the Barbarian. Yeah. Catalan. Yeah, like the human. I think it'd be cool if they even like moved away from the Sword Coast a little bit and did something up in like Icewind Dale. Icewind Dale
0: would be cool. I think yep. uh, yeah. Give me fucking uh Jarlaxle there's a, there's a lot of or
2: or Arnemstrari. Yeah. Oh my god. Just having Jarlaxle as like an like a sideline antagonist throughout the course of the one. Oh movie. yeah, just trying, a dude with a fucking eye patch and fun.
0: a cool hat. Hell yeah. Yeah, Hell yeah. Couple of neat daggers. Great.
1: God, who plays him? Uh, it's got to be... Because he's got to oh, be your Hugh Grant, Lance right? to be... would
0: have done it, but he fucking died. Oh, because no. God like, damn it. Hugh,
1: I don't think Hugh Grant's... Even if it's the same core characters, the Chris Pine group, I still don't... I don't think Hugh Grant's in it. I think that was one of those... We're going to make a big splash with a big name. He's going to play the bad guy. He can do it once. He can chew the screen and we never have to do it again. Mm -hmm. I see, I see Jarl Axel, not as the big bad guy, but just as like, he's the, you're going to be in one movie. You're going to be a memorable character.
2: Who plays him? Either. Idris Elba or the younger Mickelson. (laughs) Matt. No, not Mads. Uh, maybe he is the younger one. Uh, the Whichever one's doing Thrawn. Does God, Thrawn.
0: I think... Uh, uh, man. Jamie Foxx could do it, or Don Cheadle. But they might be a little too old. But it's just a cameo, more or less. It's yeah. not like they're going to show up again later.
1: They, they might show up in, in the... Uh, I think where these movies are going it's is in- Lars... I think Sorry. so. Lars <laughs> Mickelson. I think these movies I think they're going to have a D&D and it's going to be a different group and I think they're going to end up having groups come together to fight a big bad of some sort a Thanos type threat. They're going to franchise the fucking thing out of it. They're yeah. going to make a why D&D verse. Sure. I don't know why you wouldn't and I would love to see like whoever plays Jarl Axel comes back
2: at a certain time but three movies I, down the road. I think that at the very least having been what i would consider fairly thoroughly burnt out of on the like the superhero genre of uh movies uh having some really big uh uh fantasy franchise uh i, I think that there'd uh, be a nice change of pace would be
1: cool and i like the movie it's really good nick i i think you would uh it's better than yule e. Bull's Bowles- Epic Opus Dungeon uh, Siege Tale.
2: Jordan but it is Fisher. only on
1: par with the Jeremy Irons. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll call it Even Stevens. Yeah. yeah. What are you saying, Joe? What about Jordan Fisher?
0: I don't know anything about him, but he looks right. And he was in Secret Life of American Teenager, Live in Maddie, and Spellbound.
2: Sure. Yeah,
1: looks just like him. Yeah, great pick. Thank you. Or post Malone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Like right, I'm. I'm. I'm not. Not about Just this. Kidding. Right. Yeah. Why <laughs> Go not? Go on. You have. You have thirty seconds. Yeah, thirty <laughs> seconds on the floor. I was getting ready to kick. I was getting ready to kick you out of this meeting. You've got thirty seconds. And now you have my attention. <laughs> God, that's funny. Um. Joe, you would like it. Nick, I think it would hold your attention. I think you'd like the callbacks. There's some cool stuff from your childhood in there. A very cool group of cameos specifically from your childhood, Nick. So I would give it a two thumbs up. I'll probably watch it again. I have it for another 48 days
2: or some shit. Nice. So. Yeah, it's definitely something I think I'd watch again as well. So. But.
1: Um, on that note joe what are you geeking on buddy i
0: am geeking on i um i finally started playing video games again i i feel like i go in in waves mm-hmm. and uh so i've been playing assassin's creed odyssey finally uh it's the uh, the one that takes place in ancient greece very fun game um I'm enjoying it a lot, but there are so many side quests all the time, and it feels a bit like somebody sat down and said, "What do people like about Skyrim?" Aha, side the side quests. Yeah. What if we made a game that was all side quests <laughs> and almost no plot?
2: For, I I certainly <laughs> felt that uh, playing it. I I would recommend recommend just like trying to power. Straight through the uh, main story as best you can. Yeah. I know that that's not okay. the best. Well, I've, but, I've actually otherwise having... the world's so fucking big and there's so many side quests. It's 100%. easy to just be like, "Well, I've been in this one place for the last six weeks that I've been playing this game." Yeah, I've been in. Do you East have to like eighteen
1: hours? Do you have to complete the side quest to continue on the main quest? Not at no, all. No. Oh, you're just so it's you're, just the the enter completionist. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, it's just it's I like to when I get to a new place, I like to explore it, find all of the uh, there's there's uh, they call them synchronization points where you climb up to the tallest thing and it lets you see the map and reveal a bunch of stuff. And then when you reveal a bunch of stuff, some of the things that are revealed are quests. And you're like, fuck, I better do those quests so I can clear the goddamn map. And they're not important to the plot. They're just there right and like some of them are world building quests so like i went and i killed a big boar and now i'm on a quest to i think become the new avatar of uh of artemis like the the greek (laughs) god artemis
2: yeah um so they say
0: yeah which is neat i I, that sounds fun but uh you have to be like level 40 to be able to fucking do that so just more side quests Right, yeah. Well, hey, side quests are great for leveling up, and I love one of my favorite things in the game is leveling up. I love to. It's fucked up because I love plot, but I also love to just grind my way to a high level. So I don't know. Uh, I'm not cool complaining about it, but also of
2: choice,
0: weapon of choice. Yeah, great, great um, song. Yes, it is truly. a great song. Um, I I've been rocking the uh, the Milanese say, sword from Ezio. Cause like I, I bought the the, the,
1: the thinly sliced steak that is like yeah. breaded and quick fried at a Mexican restaurant.
0: Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. But a sword, it's like a rapier. Really? Yeah. Huh. I don't know why I said it like that. Normally i I'd say rapier.
1: Rapier. <laughs> <laughs> why did you do that?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Uh, probably this shitty mojito I had. Well, I don't know why. Anyway. It's been fun. It's been a fun distraction, fun uh, way to just kind of zone out and, and fuck around and run around ancient Greece. And boy, it makes me really want to take a vacation in Greece, just see yeah. what the world is like. So, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, Nick, what are you geeking on this week? I think
2: he's muted and dead. Oh, Rob, I what are you? I hope, on this hope week? he's just muted. Yeah, me too. Uh, I after what feels like at least a month, I don't know, I can't remember whenever it came out, uh, have finally beaten star Wars, uh, Jedi survivor. Nice. calcastus uh, Calcastus. uh, easily. I think my, just my favorite Jedi, probably period, uh, at this point that's in time, cool.
1: that's high price. Uh,
2: it's yeah. I, I really love the character. The story is incredible. Um, I think that they do a lot of great fleshing out of uh, the dark times era and uh, this. Um, and it's cool to see a ginger Jedi. Uh, there's a lot of cool customization that you can do with your character and uh, kind of to it around. Uh, so I went with the biggest beer that they would allow me to have in the game and uh, a big top knot. So it just looked like Jedi me. And that was a lot of fun. Nice. Um, I uh, am certain that I am some sort of prophet. As uh, within, like, I don't know, five or 10% into the game, maybe really early on in the game, there's a character, like, beginning of the game, there's a character that you meet. Um, anyway, uh, I'm going to try and skip over that part. Uh, I, I made some calls about the story, and uh, they turned out being dead on point. And I thought it was fantastic, uh, well done, and uh, I, I really enjoyed it. So, uh, and Vader kicked the shit out of me for literally a week of gameplay. For seven days, I got my ass pummeled by Darth Vader. It was great and terrible, Uh, but I've completed the game on Grandmaster, so I can nice. rest easy. Nice. Uh, I'm gonna... I'm, Can't join I'm, the
1: council, though. I am the council. The opposite. I'm gonna make you uncomfortable, Rob, and I'm going to uh, lay a bunch of high praise on you right now. Okay. Um... You're not a prophet. <laughs> you are. You are um, good at being able to suss out story points, good story points of good stories written by good storytellers. Because you yourself are a great storyteller, and so it's not that you're a prophet. You're I would just, agree. Um, that, that, just that, that, that is a much more realistic. You're good at. You're good at. um oh, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to just yeah. like say that. I think you're really good at that um you used to have a gaming group and i think you still do um a long time ago where you were telling me stories about the scenarios and campaigns you homebrewed for them um and they were really awesome and um so don't sell yourself short you're not a prophet you're just good at it thank you very much i live for the drama you know uh like sees like i guess is what i'm saying yeah oh uh, you, uh, you, you you saw it because that's what you would have done if you were telling a good story yeah, yeah it was immediately
2: like immediately <laughs> right. like oh man i really like this character they're go- <laughs> things are gonna happen as a result, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Ryan, what about you? Like I said, the
1: um the weather's been great. I have my uh flat top griddle that I um every season have a hard time getting ready to go because it's so fucking filthy because I'm terrible at putting grill covers back on and it just gets a year's worth of like a winter's worth of detritus on the top. and I gotta kind of scrape the seasoning off and restart and get it going again so it's clean. And I bought myself this cool, um, uh, big foam—not foam, but like a, like a—you know those sill paths you can bake on. Yeah, yeah, oven? yeah. It's like a thick one of those, nice. and it's cut to be perfect for the the top of your griddle. And you just slap that on there, and you just peel that off and roll it up and put it off to the side. It takes all the detritus. It doesn't let it get to the grill uh, cover. Yeah. So, um, that's pretty sweet. Nice. So you just you just pop that on there. Just pop it on for and it's a good season, go. and it does, and you don't have to let the griddle cool down because it's one of those things that like it's a high heat fucking yeah. something. Yeah. Anyway, outstanding. The weather's been great. There's been like no wind. I got that thing out on the the concrete slab in front of the garage. And we had some friends over, and I made smash burgers for the first time this year. And man, it was just good to be using my grill, my griddle top. Uh, we we made some chicken fried rice on it um had a little sushi night type thing or a little japanese teppanyaki thing uh so getting out and cooking has been awesome and i've been i've been back on watching a lot of uh cooking shows to get new like there's stuff i've got a huge pork belly in my freezer and i don't know what to do with it cook it for me i would love to cook it for all of you it's scaring me i it's a piece of meat i've i'm intimidated by and i don't know why because it's just fucking bacon but i don't want to fuck it up i want to do it once and have people be like Fuck yeah, that was awesome. I want to do it like four and different never ways. Never do it again. It's fucking huge. It's the biggest piece of meat I've ever actually had, and I want to do like burnt ends. I want to make like sandwiches. I want to like do like one of those cool Japanese salt water sugar cure fucking things. I want to do it all sorts of ways, and I don't know. I'm intimidated by it, but I got I got everything going. Everything's clean, and we're we're cooking outside again. So.
2: Hell yeah. That's, that's what I'm thinking on. I'm getting on that. some
1: cooking outside. And I will invite you to pork. If you want to be invited to pork belly night. It was five stars. You should go to our Patreon, I think, and back us. And that's how we should do that. And Joe, tell them the tell them that.
0: Yeah, that's that uh, patreon.com slash geekcast live. Yeah.
1: Go there for that. And if you want an invite. Um, where you don't have to pay, um, give us five stars, um, and then just uh, put a uh, uh, put your credit card number in the comment with the expiration date and then the three digit code.
2: Yep, perfect. Social security too, if mm-hmm. you.
1: Could. And and then say after it, uh, yes, I approve all transactions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you won't have to pay to come to the pork belly party. So
2: uh and if you want to invite us to your cookouts you can do so on any of the social medias uh all you have to do is find uh search geek cast live and you can also go and check out the website i made it violentpress.com
1: and don't do any of the things i just said because i don't want to be like a
4: really responsible
1: for that arrested for credit card fraud (laughs) yeah 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 so don't leave us a comment this week just give us five stars Yeah, it's a good idea.
0: Uh, If you need a shirt to wear to the cookout, go over to gcl.threadless.com.
1: That's gcl.threadless.com. Yeah. I think that's everything. Call your grandparents. See you in hell.
4: A donkey shame for some reason.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good Nick representation. It's
4: good to see you. Bye. Hey, everyone, Nico here, and as always, we just want to take a minute to thank all those degenerates, ne'er-do-wells, and supporters who make this ill-fated machine stumble to the finish line. We could not do it without you, for better or worse. So thank you, as always, to Danger Johnson, Brandon Rust, Jesse G. Letourneau, Lada Bartova, Kelly Shuttleward, the Poly Nerds, the K-Man, Quentin Quatrain. My man, Dan Shale, Randy the Bang Bus, Bang Bus. hapless Sam McGillicuddy, Churchill Dowds. I don't know if that's their official website. That might be porn. Rose Rosenstein, Sandy Hornblower. (laughs) That's a Grumpkin's flight right there. That's from, what is that, Charleston? Um, Pinkert Hager's. We've got Jew Dave, which is Dave the Fish girl from their ways, three finger, Emily, we love all of you. Get in on the action. You know where to follow us. If not, Joe will tell you. I'm not reading that name because that's not a real person, but the rest of you are. We love you. Thank you as always. Check this.